Witchy Ways is a podcast about the journey to unlock the forgotten ways of being in a world that's long taught us to be separated from our bodies, our souls, the world around us, and the other than humans that we share it with. Welcome. I'm your host, Jacqueline Freeman. All right. Um... I don't know if you can hear that. I am um, recording from the Friends Ancient Burial Ground in um, London Grove Township, Pennsylvania. Um, I've gotten permission from the Quaker group that meets here. Um, to spend the night in the cemetery. And, um, what a day it's been. So yesterday, uh, I went to, um, where did I go? I am so tired. Google said it was going to be like six and a half hours of driving today, and... It was almost 12, um, and I did not really stop for lunch because the rest stop on the Virginia East Shore, after crossing over the Chesapeake Bay, is like the worst rest stop I've ever been in in my life. Um, it's like a Walmart parking lot. Seriously enough for like 300 cars and uh, like three stalls in the bathroom and literally two picnic tables. No shade whatsoever. Um, and it's on a reserve. So like even when I went out on the highway and came back in to go behind the rest center to the reserve visitor center, again, so many parking spaces and one picnic table. Um, really frustrating. So. I ate in my car, like everyone else, um, so it was like, you know, what, 10 minutes it took me to eat a salad. Um, so, and I was at Jamestown, um, Jamestown today, um, I didn't go into the settlement, I was too angry. And I don't know if I was afraid that the anger that I had would burst open or whether I would gain compassion for them and have to give up my righteous anger, you know, it's probably a both and kind of thing. Um, Yesterday, uh, in the morning, I went to go visit Franklin, Flat Rock Baptist Church in Franklin County, North Carolina. Um, I did a podcast from there, and then um, in the evening, I went to 
um, Chesterfield, Virginia, where another ancestor on that line owned property and slaves. He had eight slaves. Um, Pocahontas was converted to Christianity very, very close to there um, in the settlement of Henricus, which is very close to Chesterfield, Virginia, sort of southeast of Richmond. Um, and working with that line in general has stirred up a lot of sort of psychic settlement, sediment, rather. Um, so I've been really irritated. And, um, and it's been easy to find things to be irritated about. Uh, the, the world tends to be cooperative when it comes to that, doesn't it? But, um... Now I am in the warm bosom of my Quaker ancestors and was greeted by a tree, a white oak, that is absolutely massive, that's here at the front of the property. Um, it was here in 1682 when William Penn came through. And um, so it was certainly here in 1712 when my ancestors came through. Um, and it feels good to be on Quaker land. And when I went to the back part of the cemetery um, to greet them, uh, the charge was absolutely electric. So now I'm laying in the van with the back gate open, watching the June bugs, listening to the rain. Um, and the thunder which is a little unnerving, but, um, so it feels good to be here at the end of this day. Virginia just made me mad. Um, and I am really wrestling with my anger. And then I, I went across the Chesapeake Bay and got on the Harriet Tubman Scenic Byway. Um, and that had me really like really thinking about what it meant to be on the Underground Railroad. It makes sense that she would have, um, I mean, it's a good place to get away, right? It's, it's like estuary land. Um, so there's a lot of water, so you could lose your scent from dogs. Um, I did see my only Confederate flag, huge Confederate flag waving on a porch in Virginia. Um, and as you cross from Virginia into Maryland on the south, on the east shore, um, there was some store and they had this massive Confederate flag and it said Dixieland underneath. And, um, and it said the south ends here. And I thought, well, thank goodness for that. <sighs> um, So obviously, um, they would need to get folks out of Virginia. And um, yeah, there's a lot of estuary land. So it makes sense, you know, and I've, you need to go in the water so that the, the dogs can't follow you and or follow your scent rather. They can follow you, but they can't follow your scent. Um, but having spent some time in the Santee Delta in South Carolina a couple of days ago, um, 
I have a much more embodied idea of what it means to be moving through those estuaries to try to escape. Um, there are lots of bugs in estuaries. I mean lots and lots and lots of bugs. So many bugs. Oh my goodness, the bugs. And then, you know, there's all kind of critters that live in estuaries. Snakes and... I don't know, are there alligators this far north? They are more southern. Um, so it really gave me a much, a much deeper idea of what it's like, what it was like for them. And the amount of bravery and perseverance that it takes to make that trip once, let alone to make it over and over and over again. And it makes me wonder what sort of like herbal salves she had and like, how did they manage all these problems and irritations and dangers? Um, and all those bug bites, you know, they're irritating, but they can also be dangerous. I mean, it's what um, killed a lot of the Jamestown settlers. They were in this really marshy area and um, they got sick because of it. So I also have been wading through the marshes and suffering the bites of mosquito stings of my anger and resentment today. Um, of the sort of male colonialist mindset. The same summer, so it was a month Next month, it will be 400 years since the first African slaves were brought into this country. That same summer, they brought in what are known as the Tobacco Brides um, to keep it a functioning Christian society. They brought these brides in for the settlers. And I wonder what these women thought they were getting into when they got on that ship in England. They paid for them with tobacco. That's why they're called the Tobacco Brides. Um, and basically the same month, they had the first Continental Congress. Um, so I'm sure they were patting themselves on the back about what a great democracy this is gonna be and how they were building this totally new society. And then, you know, hey, did anybody hear yet about that shipment of brides and slaves that are coming for us. Yeah, I still got a lot of anger. <laughs> I've been asking the ancestors to help me with it. On one of my lines, uh, my mother's father's line, uh, they were Scottish and um, the troubles on the line really started with the Viking invasions. It really did a number on their sense of identity as men. Um, they had a very egalitarian society before then. 
and toxic masculinity was introduced at that point. And like so many men that have been invaded and colonized, right? There are these little boys that saw these terrible things happen to their families. And they swore that no one was ever going to hurt them or the ones they loved like that again. I had visions of, you know, later on down the line as they became conquerors themselves, invaders themselves, settlers themselves. I had this vision of boys in muscle suits. putting up these huge walls and fortresses around them so that they'd never be hurt like that again. But with my father's father's line, I don't know. It feels different. Maybe I just don't want to let go of my anger yet. What if they were the ones that were always the conquerors? What I've been told by my guides is that um, they called lion energy in just as the European lion was leaving the planet, they called the energy in. And it wasn't clear to me whether the intentions were not pure to begin with or whether the power of that lion medicine corrupted them. But it went sideways really, really fast. And instead of building community and gathering the strength from community members to benefit the community as a whole, they sort of gathered women like harems and manipulated and coerced. intimidated. They really misused the lion medicine. And so it, I wonder, you know, if they were also boys in muscle suits, or if they were always the conquerors that made the boys in muscle suits. And wiser voices in me say, what does it matter? And maybe it doesn't. But I'm stuck right now. I don't know how to forgive them. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks for listening. If you're not already, subscribe to the podcast. That way you can get episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like more information about my van build or travels to get my feet in soil to hear what she has to say, then go on over to www.witchyways.com. That's spelled with a Y instead of an I. And uh, gotta be weird and wild about it, you know? So may your heart, mind, eyes, ears, and life be open to the magic and connection that surrounds us all the time. Blessed be.
Tschüss.